Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Houston Healing Podcast. It's Dr. Janae. And Dr. Pam. Here with another mental health conversation. And as always, I got to check in and see how you're doing and how has your week been, Dr. Pam? It's been cool. Checking stuff off the to-do list, just kind of chilling, you know, riding a wave. How about you? More or less the same. It's been a pretty good week. Nothing great to report, but also nothing bad to report. So I'm going to take it and run with it. Listen, that's beautiful. In this, my big age, I love an uneventful week, okay? Uneventful means, listen, everything's doing what it's supposed to do. Ain't nobody bothering me. No crisis, no chaos. Let's go. And as long as that happens, I'll take it. So we love it here. Mm -hmm. Love it here, right? Today, I wanted to talk about something that is not only important to me personally and something that I advocate for professionally, but something that I feel like is the foundation of me and your friendship. And what I mean by that is just the ways in which, and not just you and I, right? You got other friends, I got other friends, but I'm Mm -hmm. gonna focus on my homegirl who happens to be my podcast co-host, who happens to be my therapist friend. So- Look at me with all the roles. All the titles, right? Ask for a raise, (laughs) but just don't ask me. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Dang, see how they do you? I don't got no extra points to give. No party. It's the love. It's the love and thought that counts. There you go. <laughs> but one of the things that I admire about our friendship and our connection is the ways in which we speak life into one another. Mm, yeah. And the power of that is, you know, you and I know. If you know, you know. We don't got to get into it. But mm-hmm. I also think the ability to do that comes from the commitment we've made to speaking life into ourselves individually. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And so are we perfect? No. Do we have negative self-talk? Absolutely. Because we be on each of the phones Girl, daily. So, <laughs> so we are no, we are no experts to that degree. However, I want to talk about affirmations and manifestations today because mm-hmm. it is something that is critical to our toolkits as individuals, as well as people who are on a healing journey. So what prompted my opinion, the need for this conversation is I was recently um, invited to lead a talk for this wellness series. And I can't clean no speaker. Oh, don't just keep <laughs> rushing past that. Okay, wellness you series. What? Let you the streets what? know we do it. Let's, okay, well, well, shameless plug since Dr. Pam wanted to, <laughs> to do all of that. Um, yes, you can absolutely book Dr. Pam and I as a unit, as individuals for any of your corporation, organizations, entities, um, mental health conversation. So if you need to do that, you know, the email tap in with us, but back to what I was saying. Yes. Um, this wellness series that I recently did. And part of the conversation was talking about us caring for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So of course I started discussing the importance of affirmations and manifestations and how we really need to have those in our mental toolkit. And I just kept going. Like I was just brushing over the things that we all need to be having. And um, if we don't have them, incorporating them, if we do have them, how do we center them? Like it was very much just a flow. And I didn't realize that although it's such a normal and universally known thing in like my personal world, that it wasn't the case for everyone. Like somebody was like, hold on, like put the raise hand little, you know, feature mm-hmm. like, affirmations. Like, what are you talking about? And for me, it was like the light bulb went off. I'm like, Ooh, like not. Hold on. Like, and again, it was just my ignorance, my lack of like recognizing we all have different worldviews. So Mm -hmm. I really just wanted to break it down today so that we all know what they are and how we incorporate them into our lives. And maybe you know what they are, but you're not using them. You don't see the benefits. So whether or not you're familiar with them or you're not using them, I think that there's going to be something here for all of us. Right. 
perfect. Yes. And I, and I agree with you. I feel like the words affirmation, manifestation, those things get thrown around so much that we feel like we know, but do we like really, really know? So don't worry. Your homegirls got you. We're going to get you from the top. Like what exactly is an affirmation? What exactly is a manifestation? So Webster's Dictionary defines affirmation as a statement or a proposition that is declared to be true. A manifestation is to create something or turn something from an idea into a reality. And if you need an example, you know what really comes to mind every freaking time I hear affirmations? What? And I know you about to like kick me. <laughs> what? Because every time, and I hear it in this voice, you know what? I'm not going to do it myself. Let's clip it in. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. You is smart. smart. You is kind. You is important. Hey, honestly, truly, that's an affirmation. Come on, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Look, I think it's simple example. (laughs) No, right? And I think it's really like I I really feel like people need to hear from you specifically because you shared this with me, like what what affirmations and manifestations mean to you and like the power they hold in your life for me i feel like that is my tool and my one in a clip to kind of like combat in real time those negative self-talks those doubts those anxieties that we usually have especially mm-hmm. when we feel like whether it be imposter syndrome in the moment because we like oh oh now they got me to do this thing that I'm supposed to know how to do, but I don't really know how to do it. You know, whatever self-doubt that we have, however it realizes itself in our lives, I feel like affirmations and manifestations are ways to just get before it, be proactive Mm -hmm. as we talk about a lot of times. And just because we know this is a point of contingency for us, we're going to remind ourselves like, nah, we got this for real. Mm -hmm. We're in charge. We know what we're doing. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And just quiet the noise mm-hmm. by restating the facts and keeping yourself focused on the goal. Absolutely. I think that's a great way to summarize like those definitions because when people are like, what are affirmations? And I'm like, you know, girl, you know, I live for pulling out a definition, mm-hmm. giving you a synonym, but it's a great way that you've presented it is these are things that we know about ourselves. They are fact-based. And if they're not, they're aspirational goals. So why would mm-hmm. we not speak them so that we're declaring them? If mm-hmm. you feel like, hey, I am a positive, kind person, and you want to move forth in your day doing that, that's mm-hmm. just a reminder that that's what you're going to put forward in all of your interactions. Or maybe you just maybe you're trying to recover from being evil and you really want to be a positive, kind person, you need to set your tone at the start of the day to commit to that. It is this commitment that you're making with yourself for something that you know to be true. So you're just going to keep saying it with your chest or you're trying and striving to get there. So you're just putting that out into the universe, into your interactions, into all of the things. So with the affirmations, it makes sense. It's like, it is what it is. So I'm going to say it. Like Mm -hmm. when I wake up, listen, we, I remember, um, I saw a thing not too long ago where it was saying the uh, the soldier would hop up out the bed and turn your swag on as affirmation. Turn my I'm swag like, low key, it can be if that's what you want to wake up and do. Say what's up. You can hey. make whatever an affirmation, and so we're talking a little bit about it. Doesn't have to be so boxed in because I think that's what also mm-hmm. holds people back. They think it has to be just this kind, positive, 
um, mm-hmm. traditional professional language. And it's like, nah, your affirmation is whatever you are affirming. That's all an affirmation is. I am certifying. I am stamping that this is what it is. So whatever you want it to be, whatever it is for you, that is what you're affirming in your life. And then when we think of manifestations, it's literally taking what you want to happen in the world and mm-hmm. in your imagination, in your soul, and working to turn that into a reality. So we've talked on multiple episodes on both seasons about us actually doing the work, us actually taking that leap of faith, stepping behind mm-hmm. our words and turning them into actions. All the manifestation is is hey, I envision myself laid out on an island somewhere, not worried about the stresses of this world, operating in peace and tranquility. Mm. And so I am manifesting that for myself. I am envisioning that to be my reality and the steps that I take align with that. But I'm continuously showing myself in the subconscious that there is something to strive for. And that informs Mm. my decision making. That recenters and reorients me into what into what matters and what doesn't because I'm manifesting this envisioned life for myself. And so until it becomes a reality, I need to be cognizant of what I do and what I don't do to make that happen. For sure. Literally just keeping your eyes on the prize. Staying focused. (laughs) That's what it is. So affirmation is saying what it is with your chest. And manifestation is keeping your eyes on the prize. So if you did not know what either of those things were before you tuned in or you had them mixed up, there you go. That's the simplest way we can break it down. And I wanted to talk about the other part of affirmations because, yes, most of us understand the concept, right? In theory, Mm -hmm. in the abstract. But the other thing is that, and as a therapist, I know that you can relate to this. When you start talking to your clients about incorporating affirmations and manifestations into their wellness Mm -hmm. practice, we get a lot of pushback. We get a lot of resistance. We get a lot of like, mm, hold on. I thought you were this professional trained in scientific methodology. Mm-hmm. That's like, What's mm, the science behind yeah. that? Tell you, me you, about it. You doing a little too much of that willy nilly, you know, out in the universe. <laughs> stuff. And so we get people like, mm, hold on. I was with you with the treatment plan until you start talking about all this abstract stuff. And so can affirmations and manifestations seem corny? Like in the beginning, when we look at them just, you know, for face value, I can see how people get, you know, people come with resistance to that. And they're like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm picking up what you're putting down. Mm-hmm. But I always challenge folks here in session, in my personal life. But she loves to I, shake the table, y'all. <laughs> shake it. Um, <laughs> I often sit and ask people and I'm like, Okay, so there's nothing else that you do that is not 100% rooted in fact, and it is not A plus B equals C. Like everything that you do is is your steps are ordered in that way. And of course the answer is no. And I'm like, okay, so that's what affirmations are. I'm like, I like to think of them as faking it till you make it, right? And Mm -hmm. we all know how to do it. We all in some way, shape or form are faking it until we make it, whatever that is. So like I was saying before, not everything that we affirm about ourselves, not every affirmation that we practice is our current life, but mm-hmm. we want to be there. So fake it till you make it. Fake the peace in your life, even if life is chaotic right now, because you, again, are setting the tone for a peaceful day, for peaceful yeah. interactions, for peaceful friendships. Even if everything else around you in the world seems like it's burning down, you are committing to that peace within and the peace that you control. You may not control those external factors, but you are affirming that for what you can control is going to be peaceful. 
And so Mm -hmm. that's a beautiful way to start your day. It's a beautiful reminder when that fire is in front of you and you can respond and match it. It's like, "Mm, I want to be a peaceful person. I've affirmed that. I started my day with that and I'm Mm -hmm. walking in that. And then as that becomes your life, as you become a person who is more peaceful, less confrontational, less chaotic, less whatever, then that is your reality. And you are just making that declaration daily to do it. The same way, again, I'm not on an island, not worried about nothing besides the weather just yet. But as Mm -hmm. I'm manifesting that, I'm faking it till I make it. I'm making sure that I'm ordering all of my steps to do that. So if you're not where you want to be, continue affirming until you are that and continue your manifestation. So all you got to do is fake it till you make it. There we go. That makes sense to me. Make perfect sense, right? Until we have to do it. It's like, oh, this is uncomfortable. This is weird. <laughs> this is too touchy-feely. But the other part, and this is so, you know, I shook the table a little bit, but this is where I make people mad. And I'm not trying Uh-oh. to. It's all about us healing. And again, I'll be talking to myself too. Y'all already know. Again, I don't got it all figured out. Not even close. But the bigger issue that I have found with people incorporating affirmations and manifestations into their daily healing process is less about it being something you can't physically attain in the moment, less about it being weird and something that you're not used to. And oftentimes it's more about the fact that people don't believe these things about themselves that they are trying to affirm, or they don't believe that they deserve these things. Mm. Hold on now. I need you, I need you to break that down. So what I mean by that is, If somebody is working on affirmations about a balanced, healthy life in all aspects, Mm -hmm. personal life, romance, finances, family, physical health, mental health, I deserve a balanced life. A balanced life is mine. Whatever affirmation they want to use, there's a lot of guilt and shame behind the wrong that you may have done that makes you feel like you don't deserve a balanced life. You don't deserve a balanced, Mm -hmm. respectful relationship. Because in your last relationship, you was real trash. And so mm-hmm. why do you feel like you deserve that now? You weren't the parent that you should have been to them kids. So how can I affirm that I'm deserving of balance and ease when I have my whole house in catastrophe? My kids don't mm-hmm. respect me. They don't listen to me. I set them up. They ain't there because of me. So a lot of times affirmations are more about the fact that we don't think we have a right to these things. Mm. You're not justified or deserving of these things. So now you want me to stand in front of a mirror awkwardly and chant out something about myself that I really don't believe. And that's the bigger issue. Look, this doesn't happen often, but I think I'm at a loss for words because you hit it (laughs) on the fucking head. That is the biggest issue, right? Because... A lot of times, not only do we not believe we can't have these things, we've never seen these things. Mm-hmm. We don't have a real tangible example of these things, right? Yeah. Like I hear it a lot when it comes to like relationship, romantic relationships or um, just healthy relationships with a significant other. Mm-hmm. And the person's like, oh, you know, I want to, I want a healthy marriage and this and that. All the time you look around your whole environment and everybody got single moms no everybody's that has been married was probably divorced nobody's actually been married in your immediate family and you're like well hold on 
I don't really have an example of that. Now I'm telling myself I want this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get there. Like, what does that even mean? Is that real? Mm-hmm. You know, so questioning and not being able to really visualize what that looks like on top of the fact of thinking, well, I don't deserve it mm-hmm. anyway, even if I could picture it. Yeah, there's a lot of cynicism in the resistance to affirmations, which is mm-hmm. something that you have to acknowledge beforehand. You have to be like, okay, this is one of my barriers to affirming and manifesting the life that I want and deserve is that I don't feel I deserve it. I have unresolved guilt. I feel like I haven't worked hard enough or whatever those barriers are for you. You have to address those because there are people that I've worked with and we are not getting anywhere with affirmations. And I'm like, what is the holdup? And finally they're like, look, like what makes me so special? And I'm like, Mm. how much time you got? Come on, let's break. But the fact that you don't see yourself as special and valuable and as deserving of things is your barrier to affirming the life that you deserve. So, but beyond the first step, the first step is again, recognizing these things because that's the only way we get to breakthrough. But then once we're working through that, the first affirmation needs to be, I am deserving. I am deserving of good things. I am deserving of happiness. Mm. I am deserving of forgiveness. So you may have to start there. You talking about the physical riches and you talking about all of these other things. You need to first start with the fact and affirm that you are deserving. You belong. Yes. Yes. You, you, you get peace in your life. You deserve love. So you have to start there. And that's where I think people mess up and they're so quick to be like, mm, I don't know, that affirmation is weird. Like, no, you was you was on step four and we done started step one. Mm-hmm. You didn't even do the preliminary work to get to step one. And so that is where I spend a lot of time with my clients. It's like, okay, where are you at on this spectrum? Because mm-hmm. some people, they have confidence and they believe they deserve good things and they just have to work on the practice of affirmation. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I'll meet you where you at. That's not as your homework and we're moving toward it. And mm-hmm. I think that's the that's what a lot of people don't spend enough time doing, whether they're in a professional setting or just amongst themselves. It's like, oh, okay, I see all of these things. This is definitely something that I can buy into. Again, mm-hmm. you talked about this a couple of weeks ago with the um when we were talking about the role of faith in church and things like that in our healing journey. So mm-hmm. most folks understand this, like wanting something in the abstract or believing mm-hmm. in something beyond themselves. But again, even in that regard, you have to do some preliminary work to get to know who you need to know mm-hmm. to be able to want your riches. So same concept, you know, just different application. For and sure. So that, that is really what I mean. So you also talked about this um, when you introduced the whole topic, when we had the episode about the character tropes. I yeah. think that in addition to not believing or not stepping out of the guilt and shame that you may be operating out of, there's a lot of subconscious willingness and mm-hmm. wantings to stay within that character trope. So mm-hmm. if, again, we took that example I gave about people affirming peace in their life. If all you have known is chaos and controversy if you walk and operate in that and you set that tone for your day, the reason you're resisting it is less because it's corny or you don't believe in it. It's more about the fact that it's like, what the hell would a peaceful day and a peaceful life look like for me? Like, I don't mm-hmm. even know what that is. So I keep telling you I'm tired of chaos. I keep telling you I'm tired of drama and conflict, but that's all I know. So now that you're pushing me to step outside of that and step beyond that, it's like I was down until I realized it's going to be real quiet in here. Mm. And the silence is going to echo. 
And so then you push back Ooh. on that and affirmations is the issue, but the issue is really you operating chaos. Literally. It's like the people that wait to the, the final moment to do whatever they need to do because they need a little bit of that procrastination. They need a little deadline. They need a little fire under their ass mm-hmm. to get things to work. And I think a lot of times people do not trust themselves to be able to do it outside of those external pushers, chaos, mm-hmm. crisis, whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the people that don't make changes until they about to repo your car. Like, listen, like, why, did why is you it? trying to, why is you hiding the car in the back before you want to make sure you get your finances <laughs> together? Why are we doing this? We could have been did that. I'm weak. Not to hide in the car. But, hide the car. But you're not lying. Like we we scream that we want change. And so change is in front of us and we requ- we realize what that requires. Then it's like, mm-hmm. hold on. So it's like affirmations are the most abstract way to set your intentions, to vocalize what you want and need and deserve out of this life. And so as you continue that practice, your feet follow. You do the things. Mm-hmm. You start realizing, okay, I can't respond this way. Oh, I need to make this decision. I need to I need to operate and think differently because I want differently. Because I woke up this morning and I affirmed that. And when I went to bed last night, I made this commitment and I said that I was on this track. I was on this wavelength. And so when you realize, like, okay, I'm holding myself accountable to the things that mm. I have identified that I want and need. And it's like, what well, is hard? Affirmations is dumb. And it's like. Uh... Are they? Are they? Well, who's the problem? You were the affirmations. Because it's definitely useless. We, we gotta we gotta break it down. It's, it's you, big dog. Like honestly, <laughs> so stop blaming the affirmations. Stop trying to. Oh, that's so weird. Yes, it's uncomfortable at first. Listen, when I first time standing in the mirror and I'm, oh, you was you was kind, you was smart, you was. I'm like, oh, this is doing a lot. But then you start to realize, like, oh. I didn't see myself as these things. And now that I do, mm-hmm. I, I was I was saying it with a whisper at first. I was saying it with my shoulders slumped. Now I'm saying it chin up, chest out. What's up? Like, I believe these things about myself. I know them to be true in ways that I didn't beforehand. And now I realize that my actions are in alignment with the things that I've said about myself that I know to be true about myself. So it's a process. I think that's the other thing too. We're such an instant society. It's people like... I said it was going to be a beautiful day and my boss was on BS. So mm. affirmations ain't about shit. And it's like, hmm, that's not how that works. No, I'm like, nah, you making excuses, but it's okay. But I just need you to realize you're making excuses. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, if you really beat it down to the core of it, affirmations, manifestations, they're not loosey goosey. Think about it. We are literally just trying to shape and change our thinking. So at the end of the day, you remember that we are your homegirls, but we happen to be therapists as well. So when you look at therapy and you look at it through like a cognitive behavioral lens and you talk about how our thoughts, our emotions and our behaviors are all linked. If we Mm -hmm. change somewhere in that triad, it's going to inflict change in everywhere else. So if we change how we're thinking about what we're doing, we're going to change how we feel about what we're doing. And we're actually gonna do it. Come on now, don't give me so too much. So it's now. not really that. Like the insurance. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Let don't me hold it back. Let me pull it back. Because okay. come on, I'm preaching. Okay, but then if you want me to give you the science level, that's the science of it. If you want to mm-hmm. go to the spiritual level, 
if we talk and we pray, we're talking about we declare and we decree, right? Is that not manifesting? Oh, all right. I mean, I already told you the scripture was your affirmations because that's what, that's the covenant, the process, the promise, right? That you did with God and the power that you speak to, right? The idea of what you know is coming your way. Is that not going back to the definition that we gave you in the beginning? Affirmation, mm. manifestation, declaring and decreeing on your life, walking in your purpose, using the scripture to guide you. It's all the same. We are saying it in various ways and fashion. Because didn't, didn't, just the good book say, didn't the good book say that your steps was already ordered? Come on. God already called you huh. to these certain things. So, okay. You can walk in them affirmations and manifestations, but then when the therapy people start talking about it, it's weird. It's it a little too much. What you How? talking about? It's the same Explain, explain it to me, big dog, because I'm not hearing the difference. Most things in life that we engage in, especially as it pertains to other people, anything that's interpersonal or relying on somebody else, is this trust? Is this flow? Mm-hmm. Is this faith? You mm-hmm. have faith that when you go up to that workhouse, that check is coming because you mm-hmm. do the work before the paycheck hit. You don't you, you don't get an advance. So anything mm. you think that when you are showing up for and being intentional in your relationships, you have faith that that's going to be reciprocated. Your friends exactly. are going to give what you give in friendship. The person mm-hmm. that you're pursuing romantically is going to match that energy. You feel like when you give love to people, you get it back. All that you pay it forward, somebody pays it forward to you. So we have this concept of faith and belief and trust until Mm -hmm. it's about us and ourselves and what we want out of life. Then it's a concept we can't understand and comprehend. Literally. Like, I think when we talk about like our personal, our personal, um, I guess, processes with when it comes to manifestations and affirmations and stuff like that, like, you know how like every group of friends, everybody got their role. Everybody's known for something. I'm mm-hmm. definitely the hype man. Like I'm the one that's about to be like, go friend, get it friend. Let's go. You know, I'm gassing. That's my, I live there. I love it. It's everything. Then I realized like, friend, <laughs> when I'm by myself, I need a little gas. I got to mm-hmm. gas myself. Mm-hmm. So whether my affirmation for the day is like, bitch, you got this. You know what the fuck you doing? Let's go. Or I deserve peace. So I'm going to perfect my peace today. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm a little ratchet. So sometimes my They're affirmations, both affirmations sound though, wild. That's the thing. They're <laughs> both affirmations. They are. And it's going indicative to what is going on in the moment. Because at the end of the day, this is your idea. This is mm-hmm. your thought. This is your goal. This is your script. So you have to say in a way that's genuine to you. So if I'm in that bag and I need a little tough love, I'm going to give myself that tough love. Like, girl, stop playing. Get up. Get up, friend. You said you got this. Let's go get this. Mm-hmm. You said you about to be butt naked on the beach with a Mai Tai in your hand. So you got to go to work today. We can't call off because we're walking in that purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Like it has to follow script, whether it's feeling disingenuous to yourself, then you make it fit into your mold. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be you was smart, you was important, you was you was intelligent. You that might not be your thing. You might already mm-hmm. know that. 
Mm-hmm. Yours might just be, you deserve this. Now let's go get it. Come on. And that's the thing. We have to tailor our mm-hmm. affirmations to not only what we need and where we're currently at, but we also have to make them digestible to us because sometimes mm-hmm. you might go look up some and they talk. Y'all don't talk like that. I don't use them type I of words. Not. That's not the journey I'm on. Like you said, I'm good. I got a peaceful life. I'm just scared to step out on faith. I'm just scared to start something new. So it's like, oh, okay, well, that's the thing. You've been practicing affirmations that aren't aligned with you and what you mm-hmm. need, how you speak. The message isn't being received. So there's so many different things that you need to think about when you're navigating affirmations and manifestations. But the first is recognizing where you're at. Are you struggling with issues that even prevent you from affirming and manifesting the life that you want? Or are Mm -hmm. you struggling with just incorporating it as a practice? So you first have to start there. And then once you identify that, you work through what you need to work through. And you now you're on the same playing field where, okay, affirmations and manifestations need to be in my mental health toolkit and they need to be a part of my routine practice because that's the other thing. We were mm. just talking about this last week when we were saying how people wait until it's cold black, it's crisis, mm. when everything is crumbling to practice the things that they need to be practicing. The things that you want and deserve out of life, start affirming them now, even if they're happening. Don't wait. Like you said, don't wait until the car about to be repoed to start the affirmations on, Come on. financial balance and understanding no. and saving. Start talking about those things today because that might prevent you from the crisis of your car getting repoed in Dr. Pam's example. For real. Or make sure the things are in line, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't, listen, <laughs> I saw this meme the other day and it was like, um, sometimes I wish I carried a brick in my car just to throw it at the people that cut me off. And I cackled. Listen, I cackled. Okay. The internet is a dangerous place. (laughs) But like, you know, we have road rage. Like it's a thing. Like I listen, don't sit next to me in a car. All this peace and wellness be going out the window when people acting stupid on the street. I'm just saying that's my trigger. I understand it. I know it. Don't judge me. Now, if I was saying I'm working on my road rage, right. And I am the person in this set example. I'm going to sit there and be in the mirror and be like, listen, I ain't about to let these people on this street stress me today. I'm not throwing no bricks. I'm not cussing nobody out. I'm going to make it to my destination safely. And I have my whole moment in the mirror or to myself before I get in the car. But then I still pick up the brick that I want to throw just in case somebody tests me. Mm-hmm. I'm not walking in that. that it, right? it doesn't match. It doesn't align. I need to leave a brick at home. And, and in that example, that person has actually affirmed nothing but mayhem. Because why are mayhem. you equipping yourself with the brick in the trunk instead no. of equipping yourself with the things that I, I'm going to encounter? People who know how to act on the street today. I'm going to affirm that before I Good. affirm and then act on like people do it backwards and then say that there's something wrong with the practice of affirming things, the practice mm-hmm. of manifesting things. And it's like, no, nah, you probably you already said that. And it's OK. Mm-hmm. You have to understand and accept that to do different. Um, so I just, I love the way that you incorporate affirmations into your personal life, but also the ways in which you empower your clients to do it. So help you, you do a really good job of helping people to recognize and understand what we discuss on a podcast episode, how it can actually be applicable, how you can put it into your healing journey. So can you bring it all home for the people in that way? Like, okay, get it. Yes. Affirmations are important, but how do you put it into your healing journey? How would one 
get with their therapists, get with their people and do that? I think it starts off with understanding what is the goal here, right? Mm -hmm. Understanding what our goal is, what is our end point, what we're working towards. So once we understand what the goal is, what the destination is, you just start small. You have to start somewhere, right? Whether it is understanding that, okay, if my goal and my intention is to, by the end of this year, be on somebody's beach with a Mai Tai, okay, what do I need to get there? Okay, I need to put some PTO time on because my time is is scanty. I ain't got no time on the books. Okay, I got to make sure I got money, so I got to be fiscally responsible. Okay, I got to make sure I have clothes or accommodations or whatever it is. It's like basically just setting up those short-term goals, right? Whatever that mm-hmm. is, whatever that looks like. Um, and just understanding that this is my goal. This is where I want to get to, right? And I know in my process and in my healing journey, it takes me a little bit more. So I'm going to cut this down to buy size pieces, mm-hmm. cut this down to buy size pieces and make sure I am reminding myself with my affirmations, whether it's you deserve this vacation. So mm-hmm. that's going to remind me to do all the things that I need to do to get my vacation. Mm-hmm. Or if it's, I'm still getting to the place where I need to figure out, do I deserve this vacation? Going to therapy, talking about it, doing the journaling exercises, doing the homework, exploring to see why don't I feel like I deserve this vacation? When everybody in their mama's telling me I should have a vacation, you know? If you're in the beginning of your journey trying to figure out the whys and the what ifs, do that. Do the work. Be intentional. Be clear with how and what you want for yourselves and walk in that. Whether you're in the middle of your journey or you're towards the end in your maintenance stages, just figure out what it is that is still an area of improvement for you and use your affirmation and your manifestation to target that. Right. That was perfectly said. Like you said, there, regardless of where you're at, there's somewhere you can jump in and and navigate this journey on your own. But like you talked about, it's a place in therapy. So the takeaways, what I need you to walk away from today with Mm -hmm. nothing else, like you just said, Dr. Pam, start small and start somewhere. Um, One of my favorite affirmations that I give to my clients who are just starting or who are really struggling and pushing back upon affirmations and using it as a practice, I challenge them to use I deserve good things. Good things happen to me. So we start there because that's often the roadblock. If you Mm -hmm. don't believe that you deserve good things and that good things happen to you, if you're always finding the negativity in something, you're always able to be like, see, that's why. So we Mm -hmm. start there. We start with I deserve good things and good things happen to me because you have to believe that. You have to believe that and operate in that for anything else to occur. That is the foundational piece. So after you recognize that you're in this deficit model and you're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. You start there before you can start affirming more specific things. You have to believe that goodness is going to flow to you and that you Mm -hmm. deserve it to happen. Mm -hmm. So after you start small and you start there, next you need to commit to setting your intentions, practicing your affirmations and manifesting the life that you want and deserve. So in summary, you're taking that general statement and now you're personalizing it to yourself and the life that you want, you envision, you deserve. Um, And you begin with that a couple of times a week. 
So it's like, okay, I'm going I'm to do this affirmation thing. I'm going to start making it a routine practice. That's what Dr. Janae said. That's what Dr. Pam said. All right, I'm on it. So after you start doing it a couple of times a week, it becomes more routine for you. Then you add it every other day. Mm-hmm. And then soon before you know it, setting intentions, practicing affirmations and utilizing manifestation becomes a part of your daily practice. It's a part of your daily wellness routine. You do this in the morning, you do it at night. Sometimes you just pick one whenever you need it, but it's a part mm-hmm. of your daily life. Yes. And then let's even take it a step further. Right. I think a lot of times when we give people these kind of like um, the work to do, it makes it feel like it's such a extra component that I have to add to my ever so busy day. And I just got to go out of my way to oh, it's affirmation o'clock, you know, Mm got to do my affirmations now. And Mm -hmm. it's not that deep. It's not that deep. Like you can literally, before you get your body off the bed in the morning, your first thought to yourself is your affirmation Mm -hmm. for my prayer folks. Saints tap in. You say your morning prayer in your morning prayer, add in that affirmation, that covenant you got with God and yourself. Okay, that scripture that's guiding your day, okay, that is your affirmation. That's how you're Mm -hmm. starting off your intention. That's how you're starting your day. During the day, if things are happening, the day is not going as we foresaw it to go, we remind ourselves of, no, I'm not going to let it stress me. No, I I declared and I decreed that today was going to be a good day. Mm -hmm. I set the manifestation that today was going to be a good day, so I'm not going to let your bullshit be my bullshit, okay? That's what I'm doing over here. Okay. Or if you just are at the end of your day and you're like, listen, my plate is full. A lot have, a lot has gone on today and you do your journaling and you dump and you externalize all the worries and the thoughts. Mm -hmm. Then what do you do? You replenish yourself with that affirmation. You put it back into your lingo. You say it in your nightly prayer. You give yourself something to end on a positive note so you can continue to walk in that purpose as you sleep, Mm -hmm. as you wake, and as you're moving through the day. Right. Like you said, you add it on to the things that you already do. If you have a prayer life, you incorporate it into that. If you just have self-talk, if you have the things that you do to kickstart your day or to wind down your evening, you do those things. Another thing I was going to say, too, is like for those of us that are like, "Mm, I'm not creative. Eh, I don't really know what to say. Mm, What? Listen, hop on the YouTube machine, hop on the Google machine, hop on the internets in the interwebs because a lot of people have already done this work for you and all you got to do is press play while you brushing your teeth and washing your face in the morning like it's not mm-hmm. an extra step no absolutely know? and that's the part where people people may initially push back just on the thought of affirmations but even people who don't or once you break through that pushback then it's like well where i'm supposed to find these affirmations and like you said google is your best friend get on the internet and whatever you are aspiring to affirm for yourself there it is something exists there so like you said you just search affirmations that you can use daily um so just universal ones or maybe you want something specific to your life in the season you're in so you want healthier habits you're looking for love you're looking for friendship you're looking for organization you all over the place so you looking to affirm the organization in your life financial breakthrough we talked about that whatever you want to set affirmations about somewhere online, it's going to exist for you. And you can go through and look for what aligns with you, what speaks to you. And then as you get into your rhythm, so again, you've started small, you've committed to this, 
um, you've reached out and looked for specific things on Google or you've talked to your therapist or your village, whomever. Um, and then now you're in the rhythm. So now you can create your own. So you really know you in your bag at this point. You're in touch with yourself more at this point. And you're like, okay, this is what I'm affirming. This is what's missing from my life. This is what I desire from my life. And mm -hmm. one tool that I give people who are in that stage is use your journal as an indicator. What are the things that continuously come out in your journaling practice, in your reflective practice? Because those are the things that you need to turn into affirmations because it's a foundation and, and a groundwork that you want to continue using, or it's something missing that you want and need out of life. But Nevertheless, you get into that rhythm and you start creating your own and you can use your journal as a great starting point for that. For sure, because honestly, friend, we, you, me, all of us, we're doing ourselves a disservice when we are not declaring goodness, balance and ease into our life. Like there's a reason why all throughout my algorithm, all I hear is about soft life. Cause sis, I want a soft life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I'm surrounding myself with things and notions that are genuine to me that I want in my life that I need around me. So we need to start doing that outside of just the algorithm on the TikToks and on the IGs. We need to speak it into ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. If we're not imag imagining our realities, how can we make them real? Mm -hmm. If we're not looking and trying to figure out what that looks like for ourselves, how can we get there? We can't. So listen, I know it might feel kind of awkward. I know there might be a lot of stuff we got to get out the way to get there. But listen to us. We ain't never stared you wrong. Trust us. We your homegirls. All right. Mm -hmm. Add this into your toolkit because it's going to be helpful. And with everything, the more we do it, the more organic it becomes, the more intentional it becomes, the more it feels good. That part. And stick with us because we we going to give you something to put in your toolkit, but you got to get to the end of the episode. OK, so for oh. now. I want to transition to our listener letter. Um, what does the listener letter say this week, Dr. Pan? So this week we have a listener letter from our friend Brian. The listener letter says, hey, y'all, I'm a parent raising a child of color, and I want to ensure they have a positive relationship with their mental health. Any advice on how to start the conversation about emotions and well-being with them from a young age? Okay. Um, so, Brian, I'm not sure where you're at on your parenting journey, how old your child or children are. Um, but one of the things that I do with my own children, um, definitely backed by research, is you just start when they're young. We need to equip our children with emotional intelligence. Um, and so in doing that, that we teach them very early. Explain your feelings. Little kids, little people have such a hard time verbalizing what is going on, which is why we so commonly see tantrums and fallouts and meltdowns, because they have all of these big emotions that they don't know how to communicate and they don't know how to regulate. So much like everything we were just saying today, you have to first recognize what the issue is and you have to be able to verbalize it. So the younger a child is, the less ability they have to do that. But as they start to develop language, you encourage them and show them that it is okay to discuss how they feel. And when they do, mm -hmm. you don't minimize it. You don't shame it. You validate it. And then you start to teach them 
healthy coping strategies and healthy healthy coping skills to deal with being sad, being frustrated, not getting their toy, not being able to, you know, insert whatever the reason that a child would have an issue or a meltdown. Um, And so when you start that way with your child and you start it the younger that they are, that is going to help them to have a positive relationship with their mental health because they're going to be able Mm. to identify what's going on with them mentally and emotionally. They're going to know that it is okay to verbalize it and they're going to be able to seek help. They're going to be able to seek help. And we've gotten that wrong along the way so often. We are Mm -hmm. often trying to get kids to be quiet. Stop talking about Mm -hmm. it. We don't want to hear it. And we then teach them, you don't talk about what's bothering you. You don't talk about what's bottling up. And then when you do lash out, when you do start to have these negative coping strategies, everyone's like, where did that come from? Because Mm -hmm. we often have not cultivated an environment where children recognize their emotions, how those contribute to their behaviors and understanding that there's a space to talk about them and have them validated and process Mm -hmm. them to do different. So that is the best advice is recognize what's going on with children, your child, validate it and help them to understand healthy ways to deal with their emotions. Um, And that in turn is going to help them to have that positive relationship with their mental health. So I hope that answered your question Um, and best of luck to you and your little ones. That's awesome. You know, I'm not a parent yet, but I I just see how this can not only affect a child in the young stages, but I then see how it how it affects people later on in grown up mm-hmm. life, right? The, our clients Listen. that are not able to um, communicate effectively when it comes to emotional things and and their mental health or just understanding it in general is because that's been lacking for so long, right? Mm-hmm. That the notion of how we were talking about earlier of not knowing what happiness and peace looks like, because you've always kind of thrived in chaos because you had mm-hmm. to, right? Yeah, All of those things go hand in hand. So shout out to you, Brian, for trying to get before and being proactive. Absolutely. Love that. So let's get into this week's therapist recommendation. What and you got for the people? Our therapist recommendation today is very, very simple. I challenge you to do the work. We sat up here and gave you all of the tools to understand this manifestation affirmation game. Now you got to do the work. So I challenge you to have a moment of reflection on your goals, especially as we're winding down for the year and Mm -hmm. this year is coming to an end. Take a moment, look at the goals or the intentions or the things that you wanted for yourself this year and be honest with ourselves to see like, have I made the changes? Have I progressed towards those goals? What are some things that I still need to change? What are some anxieties that are holding me back? And Mm -hmm. create yourself some affirmations that go along with those areas of improvement that you, that you highlighted, right? Um, Whether it's just understanding that, Hey, I deserve all the good things that are happening to me. That's the affirmation. And I want you to just sit with that for a moment, take in all the pointers that Dr. Janae and myself have given you today and come with, come up with at least three and incorporate it into your day. However, seems real to you. Use language that is genuine to you that will make sense for you. Whether it's you telling yourself, hey, <laughs> we a bad bitch and we deserve all the goodness that's coming our way. Listen. That's your affirmation. Or if you need to and with your full chest. Don't say it. Don't whisper it. Say it with your full chest to yourself 
and anybody that sneaks up on you <laughs> so they can hear it too. So they know not to mess with your peace of mind. Okay. So that is today's recommendation. Just do the work, find something that's real and genuine to you and remind yourself every day. These are my affirmations and let's get the manifesting. I love that. And seven, seven, three is very, very feasible. I think it's a great start. And um, we gave you all the tips, the tools, the strategies. So just loop this episode back if you got to hear it again. Um, and so this brings us to the end of our episode for the week. And it's actually our season finale, if you didn't know. But Dr. Pam and I want to leave y'all with a little something. We always tell you to do the work. That's actually your homework for today's episode. And we're going to leave you with something to help aid in that process. So I want y'all to head over to YouTube and search for Houston Healing, where Dr. Pam and I have created some morning and evening affirmations for you to incorporate into your wellness practice. Start your day setting the tone for positivity and abundance and spend your evenings releasing all that needs to go to enter a peaceful state of productive rest. We are so excited to have this addition to our wellness initiative and hope that you join us on YouTube and beyond by creating your own affirmations and manifestations tailored to you. Tune in and tell a friend to tell a friend, y'all homegirls on YouTube now too, y'all. And as you embark on or enhance your affirmation and manifestation practice, remember, you got this. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and check out our free mental health resource guide linked in the notes. Please leave us a review as it helps others find our podcast and let us know your thoughts. We will see y'all next season. Bye, y'all for now.